0: I think I was having lunch with Yvette, uh, my friend and and colleague as a Vista, and I told her that um, we were starting. I was I was going to do another year as a Vista, and I told her that we were doing our orientation this time at the Green Lake Conference Center, and she said, "Oh." Well, make sure you check out the rock museum while you're there. And that's all she would say. I asked her what it was, but she wouldn't tell me. She said I had to see it for myself. So I was picturing, like, some sort of religious shrine-type thing. Maybe a, I don't know, a, a dark kind of brick brick room, uh or rocky walls, something something like that. Kind of I don't know, rustic looking. And um dark, you know, maybe lit with candles, a lot of candles. Um but she did tell me one thing. And this is what I was having trouble picturing. She said that there were rocks that glow in the dark in the in the rock museum. And, um... So we were down at, at the Greenlight Conference Center for this orientation. Um, and it was, I think... I think the end of the first day, and, um, we were done with dinner, or, or whatever the last thing of the day was, and it was getting dark. We had looked for the Rock Museum earlier in the day, because I really wanted to see it. I had even, uh, I think I skipped a lunch or a a session period or something, but, um, you know, we walked around, we just couldn't find it. Uh, we even went into the right building, but, uh, the basement was kind of creepy looking and we figured there wasn't much down there. So we, we only looked on the, the main floors and of course we didn't find it. Although we did find a, a bunch of other really weird stuff. So it was the end of the day and, uh, It was getting dark outside, and we thought we better get down and see the Rock Museum before they close the building up. And so uh, it was three of us, Tracy and Christine and me, and we started walking over. Um, We had gotten a tip from a a lady at the, the conference center's information desk about where the Rock Museum is and it was in this building called the Roger Williams Inn which we all agreed kind of looked like um it looked like uh it looked like a hotel wood in like an amusement park uh haunted area haunted house kind of horror area or like a hotel wood in a in a horror movie an old sort of hotel kind of peeling paint and uh lights on in in a couple windows like at, at the very top and the whole rest of the building is dark just weird weird looking thing and um so we walked up and and it was you know it was getting it was pretty dark out by this point point. and we tried to open the front door and it was locked yeah, you know, we tried the 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 other door there and it you know, we couldn't get in either door. And I think it was me. I I noticed that there's a doorbell. And um when we when we looked inside, the whole thing was completely dark. You know, there weren't any lights on in there that I can remember but we went up and and so I said, well, why don't we try ringing the doorbell? And um I don't remember who actually did it, but we did it and we waited, you know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, and we thought we thought, you know, well, nobody's going to answer it. We we figured nobody was in there. So we started to, uh, to walk away, and then we saw something moving inside. And these two men with, I think, a, a recycling uh, bin, like on wheels, and, I don't know, maybe a, maybe a cart of some sort like a janitor would have. They came to the door and uh, opened it up and they left the building and they left it unlocked and they watched us walk in so then we were in this completely empty dark but unlocked building and we didn't want to turn on any lights because we figured we probably weren't supposed to be in there and So we had flashlights, and we walked around, kind of tried to figure out exactly where this rock museum would be, and finally we made our way down a stairwell, and off to the right was a game room of some sort. Uh, I think it had ping pong tables and um, places to sit. Down the hall in the other direction, it looked like there wasn't much of anything. It looked like, you know, a shut door at the end and, and maybe a storage closet or something. But we figured we'd better check all the doors because we didn't want to leave without finding this rock museum. And so we checked the first door on the left. And, and there it is it wasn't anything like I expected it to be. It was a small room, uh, you know, maybe, oh, maybe the size of a large bathroom or or maybe a den, you know, a very small room, but it had chairs lined up sort of theater style in front of this pane of glass, and, and it looked like, It looked like a diorama you might see. It it looked like the kind of setup for a diorama that you might see at a a cheap museum. Um, And on the other side of this pane of glass, there were these rocks. And some of them were on turntables. Of course, we didn't know that yet. Some of them were, were just scattered around. Some of them were on... Uh, some of them had been made into pictures of a sort. Although it was hard to see just what kind of picture they were. The lights were on and it was bright in there. And I didn't find the rocks to be particularly glowing. But then we located this button... And I don't remember what the button said, but when you press the button, a voice would come on a speaker in the ceiling and say, you know, to close the door and turn out the light and and prepare for the show. And so we sit down, turn out the light, and... Then the lights, the 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 other lights behind the glass go out, and then another light turns on. It's a black light, and all of a sudden, all the rocks are glowing. They have these, uh, you know, I don't know if it's phosphorescent, but um, they have these glowing parts on on the rocks under the black light, and. As, as the narrator starts talking again, the turntables start spinning. Like, just spinning. Slowly, sort of rotating the rocks around. And I think there's three of them. And we were just, like, so creeped out there. It was, it was bizarre. I mean, who sets this kind of thing up? And you look in the background... You see that he's got uh they've they've got pictures of uh I think it was a parrot made with the rocks and and a cross and uh, a v I think for victory so at some point during the narration you find out that this rock collection belongs to some guy named James L Craft and um we didn't think much of it but after i got back to my room that night i got to thinking about well who is this craft guy and why would they why would they want to you know preserve this rock museum with with his old glow in the dark rock collection And so I googled James L. Kraft because I was in one of the few rooms that happened to have a working internet connection. And sure enough, James L. Kraft is the founder of Kraft Foods. Um, So I looked up uh, a little more information about him and found out that he, uh, he got started by um traveling to Chicago as part of this business that he was a partner in, and once he was in Chicago, he got word that his partners had kind of um, kind of figured out a way to uh, push him out, push him out of the business and so he's stuck in Chicago with no money. And, um, or barely any money, any, you know, nowhere to go, no, no, uh, nothing, nothing. And, uh, so the story goes, he, he started buying cheese, uh, wholesale and he'd, uh, he'd go around, I think with a donkey and, and sell this cheese, uh, like at, at the market and this is this is the origin of craft foods. So really weird stuff. So his glow in the dark rock collection resides now at the Green Lake Conference Center, also known as the Baptist Assembly Grounds. Which also said shed, shed some light on the situation because the reason they have James L. Kraft's rocks is because um, he was a major financier of this Green Lake uh, Baptist Assembly Grounds. And so uh, he had helped the founder buy the land and the property and the old buildings for this place and get it going. And I also did some research in one of the little pamphlets and found out that Uh, During World War II, some barns and other buildings near the entrance of the Green Lake Conference Center or Baptist Assembly Grounds had housed prisoners of war. German POWs had worked there at the farm. Um... I think they worked in local factories, maybe doing canning. I, I can't remember exactly, but um, really weird place, Green Lake Conference Center. And when you walk around the grounds, there's all these towers scattered around, sort of uh, like abandoned structures, but we don't really know what they're for, but they're made out of stone or bricks or something pretty solid and they're still around all over the grounds and I I have no idea what those are for so yeah weird place go out there and check it out sometime